Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Shar. Hey there. Hey. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning from 5.30 to 6 on bff.fm. And without further ado, we have a special guest in the studio once again. Her name's Dara Kosberg, if you can believe it. The last time we saw her was in the green room and on the stage of Cobb's. We're not going to talk about, well, we are going to talk about that, but we have more things to talk about after we check in about that. Hey, Dara. Hi, Erin. <laughs> what was the SNL skit about uh, sweaty balls? That's how I feel right now between you and I. Do you remember that skit with uh, Alec Baldwin? Oh. Sweaty balls? Yes. Anyways. But I don't, I, okay. Look it up after this. Okay, I will. I How, will. Um, uh-huh. thank you so much for being on the Cobbs show, which was so much fun. Uh, just... Was it a week ago? It was a week ago, basically. Yeah, a week ago Sunday. Yeah. Okay. It feels like four years ago. How how was the show for you? Because I told you my friend Wallentine was like she was the best person on stage. So, thank you. FYI, um, it was really fun. Good. Um, I I feel like over the last six months that I've just gotten a lot more comfortable. Good. Um, not just like on stage, but that sort of prep time, like right beforehand, mm-hmm. where I used to have pretty massive anxiety. Now I have in the like, bathroom basically the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I hear now, you. now it's like I have like functional anxiety, and so it's much more enjo- you know enjoyable sort of throughout the <laughs> it's, experience. It's an enjoyable uh, bathroom ride. Yeah, or the... just not. I didn't even. I didn't even have to Good. do that. So that was great. Right. Well, you didn't ask me to zip or unzip your jumper that night. So I think things were good. Yeah. <laughs> she has a bag zipper. And I'm like, how are you? How do you go to the bathroom in this? She's like, well, depends. Anyways, <laughs> this is too embarrassing. Cause well, what, what was funny, though, is that so I had the comedy show on Friday or sorry, on, on Sunday night. And then on Monday night, I had to host a workshop um, for Reimagine. Yes. That's what she said. Yes. Yes. Um, about the idea of why wait um, and how um, to get more in touch with your mortality and, and the preciousness of life as a means to take steps in your life that you've been waiting on. Oh. Um, and so it was kind of weird to go from comedian to pseudo life coach right um on the next night so so we, we are going to get into reimagine in just a second everyone is is waiting for that conversation but do you ever when you think about comedy and doing stand-up do you relate it back to reimagine's message again we'll get into that for just a minute but like what you were saying what your workshop was about like was don't wait do yeah. it now um, yeah, and actually, I talked a lot about comedy mm. during that as as an example of, um, you know, comedy has always been my dream to do, and it took me a while to kind of fully own that mm-hmm. um, and and say it out loud. I think that um, you know it it is my dream to do comedy. Um, it shouldn't even. It's not even your dream anymore. You're doing comedy. I By am, the way, <laughs> I am. I am. I think like on a on a larger scope, right? Um, that um, and I I do think I am now making very active steps um, towards whatever that that bigger goal I might have, right? Um, and I I do think that reimagine has actually been um, a bit of a, a push for me uh, to 
to not not wait on on doing these things that I've always dreamed of doing. Great segue. So, Dara, <laughs> you are the director of programming and logistics for Reimagine End of Life. Uh, Reimagine End of Life is a week exploring big questions about life and death. That's a big statement. Can you boil this down for our listeners? Sure. Uh, you're looking at me like you're going to throw up, but it's because when I talk to people about Reimagine, they're like, what? And then when you kind of boil it down, because I think it's people don't want they don't either want to think about death or they just avoid altogether so it's like what we what, why are we talking about it it's so weird so can you tell us about reimagine sure um so you know one way we describe it is that it's an exploration of death and a celebration of life mm-hmm. and um i think a lot of people get hung up on the word death um and that Um, You know, all of their fears, um, you know, sort of darker images that have, you know, been um, growing in their heads over the course of their life um, becomes what Reimagine is. And a lot of my role um, in the work that I do outreaching to individuals and organizations to put on events during Reimagine um, is trying to kind of open up their minds about what what does the end of life, like what could that conversation be? And at the end of the day, it's much more about life than death. Mm -hmm. It is about looking through the lens of death as a means to kind of see what life could be or -hmm. or you want it to be. Um, But, you know, when, when we talk about end of life, we think about it in a pretty broad way. Um, So that can be, um, you know, explorations of your own mortality to, you know, actual death, dying, grief, loss, life after loss. Um, and also this idea of living a fulfilling life mm-hmm. um, and that idea of why wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of see it all baked together and um, in, in various ways. Uh, but, you know, what Reimagine is trying to do is to create a platform to bring so many different voices um, communities, individuals into this conversation and bringing their own personal experiences and, and stories and um, perspectives um, into this conversation with the hope that by having this one week of events, and I guess we sh- I should describe <laughs> what it is a little bit more explicitly, but by having you know one week where we engage the entire Bay Area um, to participate, um, it is breaking down the taboos of talking about it just in that, like all of these conversations are, you know, kind of out of the woodwork happening all at once. Um, and the isolation that often comes with, um, that taboo, um, where people go through these experiences alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, for me, it's the, the power of the community um, Mm -hmm. that, that you feel it's very tangible, Mm -hmm. um, during that week. I was going to ask you, too, if you can give a little bit of a background about where Reimagine came from and, and your founder, Brad, because I know he's very involved. So hi, Brad, if you're listening. I'm sure yeah. he is. But um, just just where did this come from? Yeah. So um, 
back uh, in 2016, IDO, the design firm, yes, um, they have a platform called Open IDO, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they did a challenge um, uh, on redesigning the end of life. So basically, periodically, they pick different social and environmental issues um, to have you know designers and other people around the world to engage in coming up with ideas to to address those issues, um, and so they focused on redesigning uh, the end of life. Hmm. Um, And Brad um, came up with this idea around specifically using the arts as a means to explore end of life. Um, And that's where the arts are a big part of of reimagine because we see that as a great gateway Mm -hmm. into the conversation. So the the first year was back in 2016. Okay. um, And, you know, it only had about 30 events. And I actually hosted um, an 80 person dinner party Mm -hmm. to talk about community support in times of loss Mm -hmm. um, for another organization that I was very involved with called the Dinner Party. How we met. Yes. Yes. uh, Which is a community for people mostly in their 20s and 30s who've Mm -hmm. experienced loss and get together in potluck dinners in people's homes. Um, And, you know, it was very successful. A couple thousand people participated. Um, You know, there were like mortified. um, Right. They put on an event. Um, This organization called the Nocturnus, um, which is a storytelling um, event and podcast uh, for doctors Hmm. um, who share their stories um, and you know, it's all about kind of humanizing doctors and their experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was able to then fundraise and, and turn Reimagine into its own nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hosted our first event as a, our own nonprofit in 2018. Um, and we had about 175 events, um, mostly in San Francisco, but also in other parts of the Bay Area mm-hmm. as well. Um, and our kind of four main pillars of, of kind of content that was there were arts and entertainment, um, religion and spirituality, uh, design and innovation, mm-hmm. and healthcare and social services. Um, although a lot of the events kind of cut across many, um, and that's a big part of Reimagine as well. Yeah. So what is uh, 2019 looking like? Because it's coming up real quick. Yes. (laughs) So, um, yes, it's it's still in the works. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually just uh, published um, some of our events uh, about a week ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And so far, you know, we have somewhere about 150 or so that are live, but we have a lot more that are in the works. Are you trying to get um, above 175? Are you trying to exceed the number from last year? Or No, I mean, I think that we'll probably be in the ballpark or a little bit higher. Mm. Um, in part, you know, our, our first year, we had people who did multiple events. Mm-hmm. Um, and although there still are some people that are doing multiple events, we just found that... Um, it would be better um, to, to have them focus on one or two. Right. Um, so, you know, we will definitely have at least the same number of collaborators as in the individuals that are hosting the events. Mm-hmm. But um, for us, it's not as much the quantity. Um, it, it's it's really trying to get a diversity of, of people involved and, and experiences um, and, um, you know, just... Uh, I think that the the reach is important, um, but we'd rather have more events that are totally packed than or less events that are totally, you know, packed and kind of like 
um, than having things spread out so right. much. Yeah. And then who's on your list over there that you wanted to talk through? Oh, yeah. I yeah. So, um, you know, we have some really interesting collaborations this yeah. year. And, and so a lot of um, the work of the programming team um, is is a bit of matchmaking where, um, you know, we're reaching out to artists and, um, you know, various, you know, different types of, of groups that may work on a, some type of creative project and matching them with a community center or organization um, where they can kind of come in and, and do some type of um, program um, that, uh, gives their community an opportunity to explore the end of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like for example, um, we're gonna there's gonna be an event at the Boys and Girls Club, um, where um, the Walt Disney Family Museum. Um, I didn't know this, but they offer um, free workshops around how to learn how to how to make stop action films. Oh, and they have all this equipment, and they will go to various sites around the city. For free. Oh, um, good and, to know. Yeah. And so um, we're working with uh, the, the woman who leads their behavioral health um, team there. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have teenagers create films that explore the end of life. Hmm. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of awesome. And it, I mean, it's just, you know, and that's I have a pretty fun job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I get to meet a lot of interesting people and um, I don't know, dream things up. Um and, you know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the ARC, um, mm-hmm. but it's a, you know, centered for um, developmentally disabled um, people. Mm-hmm. And um, the Presida Eyes yes, uh, yeah. m- uh, muralists mm-hmm. are going to actually come in and have um, do a, a workshop um, there at the ARC. Cool. Um, so, you know, those are just a few. And then, you know, we have kind of some bigger sized events like with the Contemporary Jewish Museum. Mm-hmm. I see the CJM uh, on there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, actually this is a partnership um, with uh, Reimagine and the Dinner Party. Oh, okay. Um, where um, there is an art show right now that actually kind of discusses loss. I mean, it's ceramics, but it, it deals a lot with the concept of loss. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have one of our um, hosts, uh from the dinner party um, who's been, you know, doing this for a long time is an artist herself. And she's going to lead a kind of dinner party discussion after we learn more about the exhibit mm-hmm. um, uh, where, you know, she's going to kind of guide the conversation about people's reflections through the art and their own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to partner with the Cal Academy of Sciences um, on their nightlife event. And I'm actually going to be, um, uh, producing a comedy show, oh. um, which is more, it's on Halloween. So it's oh. on the kind of fun side um, okay. where, um, and the name is still a little TBD, but it's right now it's, it's going for ghost stories, okay. um, explorations of, um, or experiences with the afterlife and things that haunt us. Uh-huh. Ooh. Um, so that could be fun or it could be scary. Scary. I don't, I don't but, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm going to have comedians. So yeah. I think um, it should be interesting. And, and on that line, like the punchline is going to do some more shows this year, which great. is super exciting. Yes. Um, which we were part of last year. We had a great time um, hosting the Q&A after you only had one show there last year. Yeah. Right. And um, that had to deal with loss and death. And um, you can find that in our archives from 2018. Um, but we had such a good time with all of our guests, including Irene too, Reggie Steele, Chris Garcia was awesome, Ron Vi, and 
Dan Rothenberg. Rothenberg, I think. Sure. Yes. We follow each other on Instagram. Sure. Yeah. But um, it was well, great. Well, no, you did a fantastic job. Oh, thanks. That was, um, yeah, I would I would recommend people listening to oh, that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Show. Yeah. I'll put a link to that in our uh, description for this show. But um, one of the questions I have, too, is what's what's really surprised you about Reimagine? Any stories or partnerships or artists? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing just in, um, you know, this time around and in, in reaching out to folks um, to participate again, mm-hmm. I was happily surprised to hear that a lot of the partnerships that it started during Reimagine continued. Oh. Um, so where like artists had come in to do workshops at like senior centers and actually came back and were continuing to do that. That's what you want. Because you don't want to do just one-offs. You want the connection to keep going. So that's... Yes. And I mean, I've heard that like quite a bit, Mm -hmm. which is, um, I don't know, I think it's really awesome. Um, I think um, there are, and, uh, you know, there's one that kind of comes to mind from last year, um, but these sort of beautiful kind of magical kind of connections that that happen, um, like... For example, last year, uh, I had reached out to this artist um, who who creates installations in various spaces. And the idea was for her to go and and create some type of installation, um, you know, either in a hospital or a senior home um, or hospice, um, but somewhere um, to kind of infuse life in some way. And... Uh, we weren't sure where she was very open and Mm. she wasn't sure what it was going to be. Um, and it turned out that, um, there's this senior home, um, at aquatic park, um, kind of up near North beach sort of on the water. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she ended up, they were really interested in her building an installation there. And she ended up creating this beautiful piece, um, that she built over five days right on the beach um, in front of the center, and it turned out that the week of Reimagine was the anniversary of her father's death. Mm. Um, and he had died by drowning. And so she actually created a piece mm-hmm. to commemorate him mm. and that, you know, of the water. And, um, uh, you know, what happened was all these people who didn't know anything about Reimagine and didn't know her or whatever, you know, just were walking on the beach and she just had these amazing conversations with people right. that were really like mute moving. And, and for me, you know, when I think back on, on the reimagines that we've had, so we've also had one in New York city, right. the things I remember most are these conversations I just randomly ended up having with another attendee, mm. um, that, you know, just kind of changed the way I thought about things. Yeah. Well, this has been a great conversation. And I'm hoping that Bitch Talk can find its way into Reimagine again this year. We're working hard on trying to figure that out. But in the meantime, where can people find Reimagine and also find you? Sure. Um, so uh, our website is letsreimagine.org. Um, L-A-T-S-R-E-I-M-A-G-I-N-E 
Sure. .org. Yeah. Um, and oh, just to do a shout out that we have our opening night on October 24th. Yeah. Um, with the author Anne Lamott getting interviewed by Anna Sale um, of the Death, Sex and Money podcast. I love that podcast. She yeah. just featured Raphael Sadiq. So shout out to you, Anna Sale. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> and, <clears throat> um, you know, there's also going to be a showcase of, of other people that are really awesome artists and performers um and uh we have an early bird discount um that's going away very soon so um you can find that on our website as well um and uh to find me <laughs> do you want people to find you or no no i do um <laughs> i do i she you says can find me, yeah you can find me on i guess instagram okay sure d cosberg sure yeah Sorry, I know I need to. I I really need to amp that up, Dara. I know, Jesus I know. Christ. It's like a. I know I need to do something that's like less private, but maybe. Yeah. Why don't you start to just get that together too on top of booking <laughs> reimagine, um, Dara Cosberg? Thank you so much for your bitch talk again, and um, we hope to see you at Let's Reimagine. Well, thank you so much for having me. Of it's course. always a pleasure. Oh, it's always a pleasure on our end. That was, I don't even know how many times Dara's been on the podcast, but a frequent guest of the show and friend of the show, Dara Cosberg, who is the Director of Programming and Logistics for Reimagine End of Life. Uh, Reimagine will be in San Francisco and the Greater Bay Area from October 24th through November 3rd. If you want to find tickets at a discounted rate right now, you can go to letsreimagine.org. Hopefully, Bitch Talk will be a part of the events uh, during that time. In the meantime, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us at bff.fm every Monday from 5.30 to 6 a.m. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please!